Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Micah 5 7 reads, And the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many people as a dew from the Lord, as the showers upon the grass that tarrieth not for men, nor waiteth for the sons of men. The beautiful poetry of the prophet here compares the gentle blessing of the Spirit of the Lord to the silent dew. The moisture forms during the quiet, dark hours of a clear night to refresh all the earth, so that when the morning strikes upon the hillside, every blade of grass, every thorn is sparkling with its own little droplet, which twinkles back the sunbeams with a rainbow of, of beauty. Where the dewdrops form, the parched, scorched vegetation will lift up its drooping head because of the place God had given Israel in his favor by sending them the law and the prophets, the blessings and the understandings. That is what he meant their nation to be to the world. Surely Micah saw deeply into God's mind and into the role he had planned for the nation. It's important to this verse to notice Micah spoke of the remnant of Jacob, which leaves the suggestion of the survivors of some great national calamity that had cost most of the national population. Did he mean Israel was it due to the thirsty souls of the world while dispersed among other nations, or while they, although a remnant, dwelt in their own land? In the end, it doesn't matter. When Israel was settled in her own land, her duty was to teach the nations about God. And when her people were scattered to the four winds, their office was exactly the same. This old prophet's words, written as they were to a tiny nation in a far ago age, are still important to us because they are not for an age, but for all time. Micah's message is to all Christians. What then made Israel as do? <clears throat> one thing, and that one thing only, her religion, with its knowledge of God and its consequent purer morality. She couldn't teach Greece more about art, refinement, awareness of beauty. She couldn't teach architecture or science to Egypt or wealth to Assyria. She could not teach Rome the lessons of policy and government. But in her tabernacle, God had lit his candle and set it on a candlestick that it might give light to all that were in the house. It is the same with the Christian church today. It is neither our gift nor our capability to teach the world science, politics, or art, but we can teach it God. That possibility brings with it obligation. The personal experience of Jesus Christ in our hearts and lives, as the dew that brings the water of life and growth, carries with it a commission as distinct and imperative as if it had been trumpeted into each believer's ear by a voice from heaven. The blessings of understanding and grace we are given to us we hold as reward, as stewards. The apostle found the gospel was not only given to him for his own enjoyment, elevation, ennobling, and emancipation. Indeed, his salvation. It was committed to his charge. He was entrusted with it for the express purpose of using it to benefit others. It may seem strange to us, but it was in God's plan that the only way by which that knowledge of God which was Israel's peculiar possession, could become 
the possession of the world was by its first of all being made the possession of a few. The glow embers were from a fire laid in Palestine, which at that time was near the center of the then civilized world. The major trade routes of the day lay through the Israelite nation, so that although they were small in number, their influence could be brought to permeate the whole earth. So to us the message comes, The Lord hath need of thee. Christ has filled his part of the redemptive work on Calvary. The cross is the world's redemption. Christ lives that he may apply the power and benefits of his death to all mankind. But the necessary link between his sacrifice and the world so badly in need of it is the remnant of Jacob, the church of God, which is to be in the midst of many people as a do from the Lord. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. The world is in chaos. You're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture for God's kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.